Wednesday mornings, we get to check in with the legendary Hall of Fame voice of the Suns, Al McCoy. That happens right now as Al uh, joins us on the Arizona Sports Line. Good morning, Al. How are you? Yeah, good morning, guys. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And we are, too. Likewise. Uh, Suns still out on the road, and uh, things are not going well at this stretch. And I think over the last two years, we experienced so much winning with the Suns. They won more regular season games than any team in that span. So when you see a stretch like this, there's reactions fr- from the fan base. And you have the group that says, don't worry, it's a long season. Everything's going to be okay. And on the other side of it, you have the, uh-oh, it's gloom and doom. This thing is over. The window is closed. Where are you on that scale based on what you've seen recently from the Suns, Al? Well, I guess there's two sides uh, to the coin. And uh, let's look at one side first of all. And uh, this that bugaboo injuries. And uh, when CP3 went down, it looked like uh, the bench was going to come in and, and be helpful. And also eight missed some games, and there were a few players that were missing some games. And it looked like the bench was going to be able to fill the gap. And you may remember we talked at the time and said, you know, that's all well and good, but let's face it, let's be realistic. If those bench players were that good, they'd be starters. And uh, they filled the gap only uh, for maybe a brief period of time. And, and they did. And now let's turn that coin over. Uh, what we're seeing now is more darn injuries. And uh, no one's able to step up and fill that gap. Now, the thing that does concern me just a little bit is that I have not liked the way the Suns have approached these games. Now, we talk about being ready to play. We've all heard that phrase in all sports, being ready to play. Suns don't look like they're ready to play in these games. Uh, They are not uh, uh, physical. They're being shoved and pushed around, and they're not responding. And that that does bother me a little bit. But there's two sides to the coin, guys. Yeah, I, I, I love that last point. And you were one of the first in the Valley to kind of speak out about this when you saw the, the free throw discrepancies about how the Suns really need to kind of up their intensity, their physical aggression and all that. And, and it does look like they're starting to get pushed around, and that's, that's, that's not a good thing for this basketball team. How, how, how should they address this, Al? Well, you've just got to be more physical defensively and offensively. I mean, let's be realistic. Uh, in last night's game, well, in the last few games, what's been their offensive weapon with Booker out? Three-point shooting. They're not a three-point shooting team. Take the ball to the rim. Drive the ball to the basket. Either get a lay-in or get fouled and get to the free-throw line. And they're not a three-point shooting team, and it's uh, been kind of shocking to see them just uh, – rely on that three-point shot. That's not going to win games for the Suns. Yeah, especially last night in a game where it was clear the ball, it was one of those nights where the ball wasn't going in, yet the Suns shot 51 three-pointers, Al. It's the third most they've ever attempted in a basketball game. It just seemed... I agree with you. I, I, I think the approach was wrong. And, you know, I, I saw a team last night, Al, offensively, and, and this might be a one-game sample, but a team that just lacks, um, you know... <laughs> consistent offensive confidence. They don't look like a confident offensive team right now. Well, I think maybe you said a big word there, confidence. They're not playing with a lot of confidence right now, uh, either offensively or defensively. And uh, being physical is part of that confidence. You've got to be able to get in there and bang guys around. Now, what's DeAndre Ayton's situation going to be with that ankle again? Guys have to toughen up. 
And uh, we haven't seen that. And I go back to that phrase I used earlier, being ready to play. Uh, I remember years ago, I, I asked uh, Dick Van Arsdale, uh, uh, who do you rely on to get you ready to play? Does the coach have to do it? And he interrupted right away and said, nobody has to get me ready to play. When they throw the ball up, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Well, the Suns need a little of that attitude right now. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. What have you? Th- there was a time shortly after the Patrick Beverly shove in the back of Da that I thought that a light had gone on. The Da was playing with extraordinary force and and getting extraordinary results, and it seems like he's kind of faded back again. Uh, what, what what to make of that, Al? Well, I I think that's a good analogy. And again, we go back to that consistency and confidence in your game. Uh, you know, I've I've had a phrase I've told young players for many, many years when they come into the NBA as a rookie. I tell them, you know, you come out every night and play hard. I mean, as hard as you can play. You're going to win a lot of ball games in the NBA because there are teams that don't play hard every uh-huh. night. Right. And I have to say right now, the Suns are falling a little bit into that category. Now, there have been times in these last games that they've lost, times that they have stepped up. But we haven't seen the consistency that they need to get back on the winning track. Al McCoy, the Hall of Fame voice of the Phoenix Suns, joins us every Wednesday to talk Suns basketball here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Uh, on the subject of playing hard, I do want to single out somebody who's been playing more, and he plays hard all the time. And I really like what I see from, from Josh Okogie coming off the bench. Can you just comment on, on what you've seen for, from Josh recently, Al? I couldn't agree more, and I think he's going to have to get more playing time. He defends, and I said on one of our last broadcasts, well, uh, when it was probably in that Houston game uh, on the air when I said, you got to say this about him. He comes out, he plays hard. I don't care what the score is. He comes out and gives you 110% effort, and they need that right now, and I think he is deserving of more playing time. No question about it. All right, the Jay Crowder thing is still out there. I'm wondering, I wonder what the balance is, and I'm curious what you think about this, because it is kind of odd for a guy to be being paid while, while holding, for the Suns to be funding his holdout, if you will. Um, it, it, clearly, there's, there's value in having patience and waiting to get the deal that you want and, and not being prone to any desperation, and yet you've also got a basketball team that might be asking for reinforcements, some, asking for some help, some additional pieces. What is, what what does history tell you what's what's the best play in that kind of situation well that's a that's a tough scenario and and really uh, that's something you'd have to discuss with james jones but my feeling has been that uh jay crowder didn't want to be here and james jones didn't want anybody with a son's uniform that didn't want to be here and uh, that's the stalemate right now something is probably going to have to happen here pretty soon with the trading deadline uh, looming around the corner. Yeah, we had the discussion earlier in the show on that front, and, and tomorrow there's another window. 74 more players who sign free agent contracts become trade eligible. It doesn't mean anything happens right away, but I kind of liken this situation to the situation back in, in, in 2018, Al, with Trevor Ariza, who signed here as a free agent. When he became trade eligible, the Suns didn't wait very long to unload him because he became disgruntled, and they kind of changed the course of that season by getting Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, do you see similarities in in the Trevor Ariza situation with this uh, this situation now with Jay Crowder? I think a little bit, yes. I, I think probably that's a pretty good analogy, and that's why perhaps uh, we could see something happen uh, relatively quickly. We'll see. 
Al, always a pleasure. Hopefully uh, next week when yeah. we talk, we're talking about some wins. I don't like talking about losing streaks. We got spoiled. No, that's no fun at all. And, of course, next it's uh, it's the Clippers, and that'll be a tough situation. But we just need the Suns to step up. Uh, we know the abilities there. Obviously, these injuries are tough to handle. Yes. But uh, even as Monty Williams said a little earlier, uh, these things happen in the NBA. Teams go through injuries. You have to battle through it, and that's what the Suns are going through right now. We do know this is still a good basketball team. Yes, yes. we do know that. Al, thanks so much thanks for the time. Al.